0: Hey everyone, welcome to TV Told Me. I'm Kelly. I'm my day. And we're really happy that you're joining us today. Uh so I just finished season two of Indian Matchmaker on Netflix, and I gotta say, I love this show. I mean, the I mean, obviously, like matchmaking, how this is how is this going down? I'm loving it, but they always talk about a bio data you know, because Auntie Sima gets picks out learn to the person the prospective person that's trying to find a match mm-hmm. and then gives like sometimes just one if she feels like the person doesn't need too many options or like up to three biodatas. Uh-huh. So we were gonna do each other's biodata. Now, if you, I'm gonna tell you why you should date Iday. Iday's gonna tell you why you should date me. Uh-huh. So, Iday. Wow, this is really improv. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but all good things. But you know, I need time to 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 think. But so Iday will be your loyal best friend. She is a woman of faith. She is a woman of family. She values laughter. She wants to make you laugh. She wants to have a good time. She wants to have adventures. She loves to experience new things, something that scares her. And you should as well. You should also like dogs even if they give you attitude shout out chico this is all facts. yes um and would love to see you have passion in your life and friendships in your life that you're passionate about and Iday wants that and does that for herself and you will have an amazing time on a first date with Iday. there will be laughter there will be stories and she has such an open heart. Can't help but fall in love. It's a match. I love this. You should just write all my profiles on screen because evidently you are better at telling me than I am selling it myself. Like what in the world? I love it. That was beautiful. I almost felt a little tear starting to form and then it went away because I'm a thug. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was lovely. Um, yeah, no, I think Kelly is a girl who is after the heart of life. Like she loves uh, fairness and equity in all things. She's a big advocate for those who um, are not getting their fair share. Um, she's a person that if she sees inequity, she wants to correct it as much as possible. She's really good at like educating people on like the best way to look out for those who are vulnerable, or who need, um, you know, just for those that are vulnerable, like she really does have a heart for people, and making sure that people have fair and equitable access to things. Um, And I think people think that that's tied to her profession. But just in general, like even in her friendships, if she sees that someone is, you know, being taken for granted at their job, or in any other situation, she's really quick to like let them know what their worth is and that they should be valued for who they are. And that's the kind of advocate that you need in your corner. I think, especially in a relationship, you need your home to be like a safe place where someone sees your value and what you put into the world. And Kelly is that kind of person. She loves a laugh. She loves to like take care of people um, and really make them feel like welcome and included in a part of the world. Um, she's someone who, um, you know, it just depends on the situation. Like when she first meets people, sometimes I think people don't recognize that she has kind of a shyness about her, but Mm -hmm. once she feels comfortable and is in a room for a second, she's fully open to like embracing and loving on everyone. She doesn't want anybody to feel left out. Um, and then I think that she's really good at like, you know, just taking a moment to reflect on situations, which I think that we all need. Um, and then she just loves to get a good dance in, you know, get a good shimmy shake in, you know, (laughs) sometimes she talks herself out of it, but then she talks about how she talked herself out of it and she shouldn't have. So I'm talking myself um, out of it right now. (laughs) So, yeah, if you're looking for someone who like loves family, quality time with friends, um, who really wants to be really wants to see people do their best in the world um, and just be an all-around advocate for just everyone. And Kelly is your person. Mm. I love this. Exactly. Um, Mm. This was an amazing start to this episode. It really was. Other people will probably be like, what? Fast forward, but we loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Biodata normally has your (laughs) weight and your school background. Well, look, that's yeah they're right. like how much money are they making where do they live home ownership we also don't want you guys just popping up at our doors like no thank you so these are just general messages out in the world so you know Indian matchmaker season two I will let you know though having press play you know why if you are a professional matchmaker okay <laughs> and I, I googled this they said that people are paying this woman twenty thousand dollars oof she matched nobody in season one I could have been the matchmaker. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was just like, Oh, y'all are around the same age and you really want a family and you both work in computers. Let's see if this works. She'd be like, Oh, that's so crazy. That didn't work. Okay. Let's try this dude. Cause y'all have the same astrological sign. Oh, that didn't work. Okay, cool. I was just like, are you matchmaking? Or are you just like throwing people together for this price point? Um, you know, Auntie Seema like works in her own mysterious ways. I, <laughs> I, I think the one, the one thing I will, she was like, she was telling people, she's like, okay, now I'm going to put you with a match, but that person was only going to be probably 60 to 70% of meeting your criteria. And when I tell you everybody's face cracks, they're like, excuse me, um, we are in modern times and therefore I need from everything. Yeah, that's unrealistic. It's unreal. But, but I mean, I can understand, like, if you don't know the person or you meet them five times, like, they're only, then they're only giving you like 10%. And you got to make up the other 90% as you make a life together. So I don't know. I can see where she's coming from. But one of the people said that they, they, they tried to do a match and or like they met somebody at a mixer that they were hosting in honor of um auntie seema and then Auntie Sima was like look that person is not for you and oh, you know really? she was right she didn't oh. know who the right person was but she knew who the wrong people were and she was like this isn't going to work out and i'll tell you why and this is why you shouldn't do this this is why you're doing this she, she had a lot of insight um but the person afterwards was like, you know, I actually really, appre- even though I haven't been matched yet, like I really appreciate this process because the process made them start to be open. It made them go on dates. It made them think about what they wanted in a partner, what was important to them, um, see how they interacted with family. Like, so I think people got out, got stuff out of it. Did you need to have her do that for you? I don't know. Is it worth twenty thousand? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe I need to save my money and not buy a house and buy some, buy some love from Auntie Sema. I don't know. But okay, hey, rephrase that differently. <laughs> buy some love from Auntie Sema. Oh, oh, okay. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But <laughs> I will say this. Um, I think in a lot of like conservative households or first generation households. Mm-hmm. Like you just are not supposed to date. Mm-hmm. So then, and that it's always like, oh, dating is a bad thing. You need to focus on your studies. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then the moment. And when I tell you the moment, I mean as they're handing you your diploma, people <laughs> are like, Where's your husband? You're like, <laughs> what? I was, I was not, I was focused. They're like, right. I love that you're a doctor, lawyer, whatever, but like we need these kids. We need these things. Like, where is your husband? And you're like, well, I haven't really practiced dating because I was being this good person that you wanted me to be. And they're like, no, no. Um, some, some at When you took your final to right. this point right now, you should have met this person in between. Yeah. So I think in some ways, and I've seen it like um, there was like this movement. Um, this is so it's weird that I'm bringing this up, but it was strange. Anyway, there was this movement Called I Kiss Dating Goodbye in the conservative community. Mm. Um, and it literally was like this. I think the cover was literally somebody like blowing a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like written by this guy, and he was just like saying how like your focus should just be on God and nothing else. And as you're going towards God, your mate will come alongside you amazing so people like bought into that philosophy and then a lot of people didn't get married and a lot of people you know didn't feel comfortable dating then that guy who did get married then got divorced and said he didn't believe in his own book and you could see how he hurt a lot of people and (laughs) uh put up things that shouldn't have been there so I just think like um I mean, I say all that to say, if you ask if the 20,000 is worth it, I think sometimes, and it's not, you know, I come from first generation household. I come from a conservative household, totally understand it. Um, so I'm not bashing it. Cause I, I understand like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend should not be your priorities. You know, yeah. you, it's really yeah. a time for you to grow, but at the same time, it's not a bad thing. But yeah. I think when it's like implemented in your head that like, oh, you know, that's not what you should do. This is the good way to go about it. I think there's like a barrier that you don't realize is there. yeah. And so going to these mixers or having someone like tell you, you know, where you fall short could be really helpful, mm-hmm. especially when there's so much emphasis in your community mm-hmm. of, you know, creating the next generation and having a family and kids and all of that. yeah. And because at the same time, like you're American, so you want the American dream and you want uh, a relationship with someone, that you really, I mean, I'm saying the American dream, I think everybody wants it, but I think in America, it's like more into the romanticized part of marriage where like, you want somebody to be your person, your best friend, your love, you know, um, that you see as a good father, all of these things. And so when you have a list, you're just like, he has to check all of these things. And it's just like, well, that's not realistic. Like, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's what a biodata is. I mean, they go through and they're like, check, check, check. This I don't like. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to come up with something, but I think it's really enjoyable. Like, and she does both um matches here in the U.S. and also a few in India. Mm-hmm. So get like the whole figuring out, like, or just seeing different cultures, different religions. Like this past one was this guy uh, was Sikh, so he has a turban he wears all the time and he would, he, he, he was like, he would always ask, like, how do you feel about dating a guy with a turban? And I was like, yeah, like I, I can understand why he really wants to ask that question, but it just was kind of interesting. I don't know. It just has like all the flavors of like a different culture, a different language, a, a different way to live. And, um, and it's also a dating show. But then I guess like, I would, I guess, if that was the first thing and he asked me, I think it would, I think it would be a little off-putting. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting. And I like, when you said it, I was like, oh, I mean, but it's like, obviously I'm, I'm seeing you, you have a turban. Right, so like, why right. is this the first thing you're asking me? You know what I mean? So, but I understand his perspective, but it's also like about your approach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, on the first dates, they all ask each other if they want kids and like they gauge each other to see if they really want to or if they're it's really their time for marriage so this first date is no joke they know they meet the parents before they go on the first date and they like hang out with the parents and they have to impress the whole family would, that's a lot of pressure it's a, a lot of pressure and your parents are there I would not want to like meet somebody's parents with my parents like I would be like uh no thank you because like is it is this person even worth it you know right is exactly. get my mom involved? No. I don't know. The mom's like, I paid $20,000. I'm going to meet this person <laughs> before you now, go. I will say that. Now, if I paid $20,000 for one of my nephews to meet somebody, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be at every meeting. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I might miss a few phone calls, but I would also like to be on a couple of them myself too, because <laughs> I need to know how this is progressing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Auntie Seema is like trying to say like, these are three are your matches. Like one of these is your husband's. You know like she she or your your um wife or your partner or whatever like she's not she's not playing like she's not like oh we're just gonna try somebody no 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 this is this is it so yeah it's like but i've seen her go through all three and be like you know what all right all right let me go back let me go back and one guy did find his own partner and they were like a really really good match like you're like yeah that these two work out and he found um her himself I think you just never know and I also think like it's just interesting because either way can work you know what I mean like I've seen people who have like married their opposite and it's amazing and I've seen people who've married people that are level like mine Mm -hmm. and it has been a tragedy where you're just like oh that was (laughs) not good we should have not done that (laughs) uh so you just never I think I think it's a hard thing to do. I guess when you call yourself a professional matchmaker, because let me just say this, because I don't want to bash Auntie Seema. Patty Sanger had a full show on Bravo. Oh. I think oh. I saw her make maybe three matches in maybe the 10 years that show was on the TV. I know, but she was so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, but people were probably paying her like $20,000 too. And like That's- I said, I saw no matches, but she would give really helpful advice. So, like, should you call yourself a matchmaker or a uh, um a dating a coach. dating a, a dating advisor advisor? Yeah, because the matches I didn't see the advisement top tier. Yeah, I think it's also interesting because I'm sure Auntie Sima has way more matches like in India because like those people are just like arranged marriage or some of them. Some of, but this is like you're trying to do an arranged marriage, but also you want to fall in love with the person yeah. so i mean it's kind of like she can only do so much Um, this is true but you know what she goes all out because she does get like the birth charts read birth charts read that was in season one which i thought was interesting because that man was like listen i looked at this girl's birth chart he goes he was not even trying to hold back he said it ain't good okay i i don't see i don't see it for her. i was like wait no season two one guy had a demon he saw a demon what? In the but it they, they did a ceremony and <laughs> but like how was, much did he pay for the ceremony i'm wondering uh i mean i don't know i don't know because i don't what? think that that could be cheap i'm not sure but or like, maybe it's every, free because they're like you have to be released i'm not sure but every single time auntie sima would give him a picture because she would first give him a picture of like the person that wanted a match mm-hmm. and would like say what their personality is and you're like damn he's right on he's like this person is stubborn and will not find a part i'm like <laughs> i don't even want i wonder how much it would be just to give that guy my picture and be like hey man um (laughs) what are your thoughts here again something I don't believe in but I'm like you want money here you go I will say a long time ago I don't know why I always do these stories I'm not gonna tell the story we're good move on (laughs) okay 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 uh so I think you should watch it uh I just think it's a well-done dating show so how can you go wrong and everything's beautiful so again how can you go wrong true uh one thing that i have been watching that's on hulu um phoebe robinson from two dope queens and um the podcast so many white guys she has a new uh show called everything's trash Mm -hmm. and in the show it's loosely based on her life i think uh she is a podcaster that works at a podcast network uh she has a brother which she has in real life she has a brother um and she's like dating different guys and giving advice and you know just kind of living her life and like she has a a very like unique voice and way to approach comedy and the show kind of has that so I like it it's it's chill so it's like a I think it's like one of those um watches where you kind of get what you get like I wouldn't say that it's um I don't feel it as much as I feel the Mindy project, meaning like for whatever reason with the Mindy project, some days when I'm just like, oh, I just need to like have a certain like happy joy, joy feeling. I like watch that even though it's not a happy joy, joy show. Yeah. Uh, But this one is kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of thinking it was akin to um, Grand Crew or or, like, I was kind of like comparing them a little bit, I guess, but I... the one thing that like you know it was making me think of is just that I really I liked the show I enjoyed watching the show I laughed but I just felt like the characters didn't fully meld and come together or Mm -hmm. like some of the lines felt a little like too um stiff for me I don't know I, I didn't fully 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 get into the characters Like, I feel like, you know, Mindy and Grand Crew and Abbott Elementary that do, like, such a really great job of, like, it feels really natural. It feels like, oh, I'm watching magic between, like, actors. So, I think, you know what, if this went to a season two, like, I could see it developing, you know? Yeah, because I think all the aspects are there. But, yeah, you're right. That's what's missing is just, like, they are very, like... like the character prototypes are good.
1: Mm-hmm. I just think
0: they need to be developed a little bit more together mm-hmm. to where yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Like I think with Grand Crew, I'm like, I want to be a part of this friendship crew. Yeah. I want to be at this bar drinking wine. Yeah, with the Mindy project, like I totally, even though they're outrageous, I can totally see like them hanging out. Yeah, and, like being annoyed with each other but still hanging out. Yeah. So with everything's trash, the characters are just they're they're cool characters but they're just very separate like I don't I don't feel like they like I'm like oh let me hang out with them I don't even know if they would hang out together more than 10 minutes yeah but I liked all the but I liked all of them individually and I liked where it was going I liked Mm -hmm. but yeah season two might be good to really like get into that one one to watch one to watch if you're doing if you're doing something else it's not bad to put on definitely a really good background i will say that yeah um so another thing that i and grand crew is coming back for like season two which i'm super excited about because i just realized i just love nicole byer i just think she's i know hilarious and just over the top and she kind of is just who she is so yeah you ever watch her youtube show like back or maybe it was on mtv it was on facebook She used to be on like girl code on MTV, but she had a Facebook show that was way over the top, (laughs) but I enjoyed it. I think it was like everything or no, absolutely Nicole. uh, Yes. Yes. I feel like that's when I first like fell in love with Nicole Byer. I'm like, I'm watching this girl for life. I am Mm -hmm. into this. Let's, she needs to go into movies. Cool. Keep it going. Keep it going. And she has a great podcast why Mm -hmm. would you date me yeah and then her and shashir zameda Mm -hmm. they have the best friends podcast which is also really cute Uh, uh, so doing all the things um i also watched on amazon prime a league of their own it's a series it's been made into a series i will say that was the first movie i ever cried at really batter up hear that call oh my god they sang the song in the last episode and I was I loved it I loved it this show so good um maybe not what you expect what it goes into and explores but Um, and Abby Jacobson is in it, which you know, my heart is really into Broad City. I will support Mm -hmm. Alana and Abby till I die. So that is uh, how we bonded was through mm -hmm. Broad City, yes, through Broad City and Fitness Marshall. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Caleb, yes, me. Uh, so I think it's just a really well done show, it's super enjoyable. Uh, I have nostalgia. I freaking loved that movie growing up, and you, you just you just can't go wrong with it. It explores, um, you know, being gay at a time when that was not accepted. And then there's also, um, two other characters which will merge coming season two, I'm sure. But well, it's already kind of merged. But there's two other characters that are exploring what it's like to be. in that time in world war ii and like how she's trying to like play baseball and it's you know they won't let her play on the white team and she's trying to go into the factory she's trying to like break all these ground and her and her best friend character like probably the best part of the show but Uh. um i love that i love that like so there's just a lot of heart and a lot of just great characters total will watch i okay so i was thinking like what should i start and i heavily thought about a leave of their own but Mm -hmm. then i saw a preview for this show called echoes Mm -hmm. and in the preview i'm just gonna set up the preview for you there was this lady and she she got a call that her twin sister was missing so she was like what she was asking people where they were And people were like, no one knows. And then in the preview, she was like, the only way I'm going to find out is to become her. So the twin sister goes missing. In the preview, she like runs up to the, to her niece and she's just like, honey, mama's back. And she's like, she looks all disheveled and stuff. So I guess she goes undercover as her twin sister to solve why her twin sister is missing. And I was like, oh, let me press play on this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, the bad thing that I did was I recommended it. Like, I automatically text you and I said, check it out. Okay. <laughs> and I told this girl at work, I was like, shout out to Carly. I was like, Carly, let's do this. Okay. I press play at night. Now, I will say I was tired. I press play at night. I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to make it through. Okay. <laughs> uh, 20 minutes in I was like there were a lot of things where I was questioning things but the acting and what was happening I didn't care for it Mm. meaning like the acting was on the level of a Lifetime movie which I don't mind because you know listen I sit through Lifetime Hallmark all of it (laughs) so like I respect and can go there with the B type actor okay as long as you as long as you're moving the needle forward I'm with you Mm -hmm. this the the needle was moving but it was going some different directions okay (laughs) (laughs) where I was like "Mm, yeah it's like I fell asleep once I was watching my mom I fell asleep and then I was like yeah we don't have to rewind and I was like oh this might not be good and then I was like well maybe I started it when I was just really tired so I'm gonna give it it's I think it's like maybe six episodes mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it through episode one completely and even maybe a half of episode two but I will let you guys know next week what my thoughts are and are you gonna give it a chance it's on Netflix echoes I, I will give it a chance I put it on my list because I was like "Ooh, that looks like something I would watch you know and it was like number one but it has since I think fallen off the charts <laughs> well, <there's some> people <laughs> hit play and we like what because again, I don't think anybody cares if it's a Lifetime X movie. It's no. just kind of like it wasn't moving the way I wanted it to move. But we will talk about it next week. See what see what the thoughts are. Because yeah, I don't know if I can give my life over to this level of writing and acting. So we shall mm. see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let us know just things that you guys have seen that you want us to check out. You can email us to TVtoldme at tvtoldme@gmail.com. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. And if there's another like format that you want us to be on, let us know and we'll look into that. Uh, We're so happy that you joined us. I will say, um, you know, I think it's really important every day, say hi to someone, give them a smile. If If you're thinking about a friend, reach out, call them, text them, whatever it is, drink some water and really, you know, just try to put some kindness in the world to yourself and also to others and we will see you next week bye